by Bill Brooks. This book is read by Eric G. Dove. I want to see men with rough voices here, those who tame horses and train rivers, men whose bones ring out, who sing, with mouths full of sun and flint. Federico Garcia Lorca Chapter 1 The short man said, They're in there, and pointed to one of two dark cabins. Which one? John Henry Cole asked. The one on the right, the other's my place. You sure? Cole asked. Sure, I'm sure. They come to my place earlier and said they'd pay me to put them up, pay my woman to cook for them. That's their nags there in my corral. Still got the saddles on them because they are hurrying men. Come in looking all rough and dirty, like they'd been running from something for a long time. Half a dozen saddle horses stood inside the corral. So how come you to turn them in if they're paying you? Cole asked. There's reward money on them, I'm guessing. Ain't they? Marshall can't come this far out of town. I heard about you, Cole. I heard you run that detective agency, that you was hell on wheels when it came to capturing men. That's why I got you. Yes, there's reward money on them, Cole said. That's what I figured. Them ten dollars they paid me to put them up and have my woman cook for them ain't nothing compared to what the reward money must be. How much is it anyways? John Henry Cole ignored the short man's query. He was a cautious man by nature, made more so by profession. Lawmen and ex-lawmen who were not cautious didn't last long on the frontier. How come there's no light on in your house? Cole said. No need of a light. Ain't nobody in there. You said a woman, that you had a woman who cooked for them. I took her to her sister's on my way to get you all, the short man said. I seen the way some of them was watching her, like dogs after a ham bone. Couldn't hardly trust to keep her around men like that. You know they probably done depredations all over the territory. They had them starved eyes. John Henry Cole looked to his companions, other ex-lawmen like himself, men he knew and trusted most of whom he'd worked with at one time or another, and now who worked for him. Lee Rivers, Ben Bradshaw, Fred Noon, Charlie Hood. All good and true men. Ever since his long-ago days as a detective for Ike Kelly, Cole had always wanted to form his own detective agency, be the boss, the jefe. There wasn't that much work to be had as far as clients hiring him, but there were plenty of outlaws with rewards on their heads. He hoped to set aside a nice stake for his old age, if he lived to old age, and settle on that piece of land he'd bought himself a full two-day ride from Red Pony, across the border in southeastern Colorado. Pretty little piece of land with lots of good grass and water running through it. He'd knocked together a good little house, too. He planned on ending up there, once he quit the game, and maybe raise some blooded horses. He liked horses better than he liked most humans. The sort of humans he had to deal with in his chosen occupation were the rough trade, killers and rapists and thieves of every stripe. It had been that way most of his working life. He'd been a lawman since coming out alive of that great clash between the states, had fought in it in such places as Rich Mountain and Dry Woods Creek, New Bern, Shiloh, Savage's Station, and so many more he couldn't even remember. Blood-killing, marching, fields of slaughter. It all became the same after a time. 
Nobody had been sorry to see it end, especially the boys who were still alive. Glad were they to go home with a gun and maybe a mule with U.S. branded on its flank. Glad were they to be relieved of the sharp scream of cannonball, the whine of miney balls, the pleading cry of mortally wounded brethren. And even though the peace and silence were disturbing at first, eventually the nightmares concluded and life became normal again. Being a soldier had taught John Henry Cole, as it did so many others, one employable skill, how to do gun work. And life as a soldier had hardened him, had inured him to hardship. Long days and nights camped in the cold and rain, the ice and stolid summer heat. The army had made him a sniper for a time because he was a very accurate shot, according to his commanding officer, who had ordered him to go forth and commit slaughter and mayhem upon thine enemy. Killing.